Hello, and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about teaching, you know, without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we're going to be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a big shout-out to all of our patron supporters out there. If you like our podcast, if this isn't your first time hearing it, and you'd like to hear more of it, join our Patreon. We have over nine. 91 extra episodes that can't be found on the main feed. There's bonus episodes, stuff that we record just for Patreon. There's interviews with the host. There's also a great group community that's in our Facebook where you can come and meet other like-minded teachers, you know, the kind of people who listen and get along with stuff like this. Come join us now for as little as 5 to $10 a month. And also, you get your name read. So here we go. I'm going to start with my newest, most favorite person, Miss Nicole B, who just signed up today. Oh, yeah. Nicole B, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James and Allie J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Tarina, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Kim K, Jessica A, Swift Lab Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Melissa V, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Iron Swine, Noelle R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsh M, Chris Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Jeff, Jason F, Amber H, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Red Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, and Sarah N. I love you guys so much, so much, so thank you guys, thank you. Also, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or you know one in your building, you need to go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. Here's the deal. There is jack shit for theater teachers at the teacher stores. You can go and look around. Maybe you can bastardize an English poster or something from the music department. But really, there isn't anything special for theater. Unless you go to Ludlam Dramatics. They're teachers who started creating their own things. I love them. I support everything they do. The whole podcast does. And we think you should, too. So go join them at Ludlam Dramatics. Woohoo! right, my friends. There is 34 days, school days, left for me at the time I'm putting this podcast out. 33, actually. And I, I'm i ready for summer. My mind is waiting to have a little extra free time so I can focus on other things. My life is starting to get kind of back to normal after the whole, you know, because all the stuff that's gone on. And I'd just like to thank all the people out there. You guys are love and wonderful, and I love all the hosts and all of the patrons and everyone out there. You guys are beautiful, even you just listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for liking us. Thanks for writing, you know, one of those little sentence reviews like, I love these people. They say what we like. That That's wonderful. Anyway, and one last little bit of trivia. I got a Roomba. It, it's exciting. It was called DJ Roomba, but after two days, I've decided it has to be Dobby. It has to be Dobby the Roomba. It just does. And Anyway, friends, enjoy episode 131. Cheers! There we go. Hello, and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Ms. Bo Peep. Hey, sheeple. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And also, count motherfucking chocolate. Yo, what's up? I, you know, I could give up chocolate, but I ain't no bitch. How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Yeah. And also, last but not least, Miss Buddy O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. 
Hey guys, I, I'm glad you guys are here. We've got a nice intimate group for today. I've got some fun stuff for us to chat about. Well, I used to have some stuff for us to chat about, but I'm glad you guys are here. I had a really, really nice chill weekend. It's like I haven't had one of those in a long, long time where there wasn't a thousand things laying on me. And so I got to like go see people and friends. I still like got shit done, but it was really, really nice. I actually feel somewhat, I don't want to say ready for the school week, but you know, not intimidated. I don't have, what do they call it? The Sunday scaries? Yeah, like, very real. To doing it, but you know, I'm not scared. I think I'm ready. But how are things with you guys? Miss Bo Peep, what's up with you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I actually um, am feeling a similar way. And ever since I started teaching, I, I normally have a lot of Sunday scaries, but I'm I'm doing good today. Um, in terms of stuff that happened at work this week, uh, a student of mine is starting a uh, gender and sexualities alliance club and the principal approved it this week. So that's oh, really nice. exciting. Yeah. Nice. And um, I was honored that they asked me to sponsor it, too. I told them, like, with my schedule, I'm, I'm not really going to be able to do much more than provide a room. But, you know, it's probably best that that be a student-led club anyhow. So um, that's some exciting stuff. Um, I actually, personal-wise, um, my psychologist pretty much diagnosed me with ADHD, which... Oh. Yeah, which I never would have ever expected to. But and she she's been kind of talking about it for a while, and I was just like, I don't know. That really doesn't sound like me. I've also been tested a lot throughout my whole life, and I know that gets missed a lot in women. But I like I've been tested like over six times. She explained to me like when I was just like I I don't really feel like that's me. She said, well, you know, there are three different kinds, right? And I was like, no, I didn't know that. And she was like, yeah, there's uh, hyperactive, inattentive, and combined. And you show a lot of signs for inattentive. And I've been seeing her for months. And she's like, and yes, and this is also my job, as she said, to, to diagnose people with this. And we've been seeing each other for months. So, like, she pretty much said I didn't even need to get a formal diagnosis. So, yeah, yeah. So then uh, kind of going to try entertain that and see how I can be a better person with that framework in mind. A good place to start and like just being open to it because sometimes just when you find out something like that and then a bunch of stuff starts clicking into place, you're like, oh, that's why I've been the way that I am for my whole life. <laughs> and I didn't know there was a name for that. Or like you just kind of assume that other people experience that thing too, and then you find out, oh no, we're that's, that's other people aren't doing that. Okay, and it's also not common knowledge to a lot of people that ADHD affects girls differently than it affects boys, yep. and yes. so I think they stereotypically see how, say, like an elementary school boy or a middle school boy acts when they have ADHD. And the girls are not acting the same way, so clearly they don't have it when it just presents itself differently. Bunny, what about you? How are things going? Uh, things are all right. I um, I did a thing a couple of weeks ago, and I was not coping with stress well, and just things were not working well for me. And I was able to talk to my 
GP and we tweaked the dosage on my medication a little bit and I am feeling better. I feel like I am not melting down and losing my shit over every little thing. I'm so glad. Um, a much less exhausting way to live for sure. (laughs) Um, and then I had a really pleasant weekend. We took little, little Fufu out for her first baby's first Tex-Mex yesterday at a pretty famous near where we live. And she was an angel, of course. So we had a good time. It was a good weekend. That's wonderful. Of course she was an angel. She <laughs> is an angel. She is born an angel. How's your weekend been? Have you been able to rest? Or you been busy? What's going on? Yeah. Um, it's been a good weekend. I've actually done a lot of sleeping. Um, I've also done a, a lot of shuffling of the chocolate drops. There's some sports and events going on. But uh, this weekend I found myself... Um, on a rooftop, hanging out with some friends. Um, so it's been good. And I stayed at work late on a Friday, which I've done before, but it actually kind of carved out a lot of, of the, of the things I needed to take care of before Monday. So I feel like I am very prepared for this week. So I have no complaints about that. Shout out to all the, to the entire chocolate family. Cause it's been a good weekend for all of us. I'm so glad to hear that. No, it's, it has been a good weekend. I made a point to drive around and go see friends. And if I was close or even remotely close to anyone I knew, I'd try, be sure to like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Can we catch up? You got 30 minutes? And so I saw like 10 people who I had, and I just kind of made that hard effort to get out there. And it was so worth it. This one is from the mailbag, the teacher needs a drink contact page. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. And this one is from Red Shoes Are My Favorite. So shout out to Red Shoes there. The message says, I have been a teacher for 21 years. When schools shut down because of COVID, my district began developing a permanent virtual school. They hired a principal counselor and bought lots of computers. They began registering students. Principals around the district sent out the information and began taking volunteers who would transfer to the virtual school. Although distance learning had become a nightmare, I liked the principal and jumped at the chance. November 2021 to present, I have taught virtually. It has been a joy. The students in my class want to be there. The parents are 100% behind the program. I have several superstars. My colleagues have loved it. The stress level is so manageable that I've lost 33 pounds. I never bring work home. I have constant contact with lovely parents. The kids? Who would have thunk it? They are excelling. They have made friends virtually. I have learned so much and was excited for next year. We were successful. We were promised that the district was behind the program. It was their darling until Tuesday, March 22nd. We were all called to attend a mandatory faculty meeting. The superintendent of schools stood before us and in three sentences shut down the program. We have always known we would return to traditional school what? Uh, we were told we were here to stay. A model program copied by other districts. Our test scores were above average. What? We will be shutting down the virtual program at the end of the school year. Dead silence. When he asked for questions, crickets. Everyone was stunned. The principal had no idea. She learned of our fate at the same time as the rest of us. I am so done. 
teachers are replaceable. We worry and stress about our responsibilities, but at the end of the day, they'll just find somebody else. I feel sad. I cried yesterday just looking through my Google Drive at all the hard work, lessons I've saved for years. I'll never look at them again. There are 35 more school days. We end May 17th. I will walk out of that school and that will be it. Poof, I'm gone. Never to be thought of again. So warning, your district can change your life in two sentences. Beware. That really, really sucks, Red Shoes. I am so, so sorry to hear that. But at least you know what you're good at, what you're for. And there are a lot of places that are looking to have virtual schools right now because parents still want that option. Some students are thriving in it. I know my district that I'm in right now is considering keeping their virtual program going for uh, high school. They're not going to offer it for middle school. What they've learned for some high school students that are in extreme situations, that this is a good way of alternative learning and that it can be successful, that it isn't something that doesn't work. I don't think it works for every student, but hell, nothing works for every student. I'm sorry you had to go through this, but I believe you could probably keep it going because since you're virtual, you could probably teach just about anywhere in your state and still, you know, be able to go virtual. Hell, you might be able to teach in another state and just get licensed there. That would be so awesome. Uh, friends, Bo Peep, Bunny Count, what are your thoughts on all this? Yeah, overall, this is just such a shame since there was just so much clear proof that it was going well. I will say, too, with uh, my own experience with virtual learning and also jumping into it as a, a new teacher, 2020 to 2021 was my first year. I do have a very negative bias towards online learning uh, just because I felt like for my students and for my particular subject matter, it didn't work. And also just with my own personality and work style, like I am someone to, who likes to go to work and go to learning and go to places, but that I'm very different for, from my sister, for example, who has a virtual job and is thriving too. And again, too, like if you have the right people, if you have the right circumstances, like I could see it working. I totally agree that it doesn't work for everybody. So I imagine this is a district with, I don't know, that same bias that I had, but it just stinks that they really didn't look at the proof of that too. And just like, I, I think the, the, OP's warning about like that your district can just change things at a drop of a hat is very apt. As I was reading and it got to the sentence about and then they changed it and like the, I nearly like just stopped reading and like oh shit when it got to the part about the principal finding out at the same time as everybody else. That to me speaks of really poor management from above the principal's head and yep. really just a shitty way to operate. So I, I feel like this shows bad management from all the admin if that's in that district, yeah. if that's what you're doing, where the principal doesn't even have an idea what's coming. Yeah. No, that's, that's appalling. And I am so sorry this happened to you, Red Shoes, because that, that sucks to have poured heart and soul into what you've been doing and to be getting results and to still be told, no, go back to the old way. Like, that sucks. Yeah, it's got to be a worst case scenario in terms of finding out and how that happens. And while I have I'm, I'm very like 
um, Miss Bo Peep and I had my reservations about online learning and that kind of a setup for specific um, areas and specific like courses. I have seen so many students thrive in an online environment, especially when, you know, they're wrestling with some other things that, that make attending school in person um, more of a challenge. So I, I know that has just got to be devastating, especially like she said, or like they said that there was a lot of success seen and Hey, this actually works, but to have a bomb drop like that, that's just so unfortunate. And like you said, very, very callous, but it just feels like you're losing an extension of what you do because you've seen so much success. And that's why we're in the profession to help mold and educate um, these minds. And then you're taking away a program that has helped foster so much growth. So that's just unfortunate. I mean, it's unfortunate for the, the teachers and it's unfortunate for the kids. I mean, like you said, there are kids that, you know, would have really benefited from that. I, I definitely have at least a couple of friends who had social anxiety to the point that they would have much preferred to be able to just do school at home and then not have to like just get their academics done and not have to deal with the intensity and pressure of going to a big high school and everything that that entails. Like there are students that, you know, are students that are, you know, pregnant or, you know, just became parents or things like that, that this could have prevented some students from dropping out. I mean, it's just, it sucks. So this one comes from the Reddits. It is by user Low Barometer, and it's called Bullying Retaliation by a Click of Teachers. I was a union representative in my, billing, in my building for many years. I supported several teachers after they were retaliated against, and one that was bullied by an admin and a click of teachers. That still didn't prepare me for when it happened to me. So I want to help others. If you're being bullied or retaliated against, keep student interests and teaching first. Your job is a teacher, so keep teaching. Document everything, including your feelings. If it's bothering you, write it down. If you lost sleep thinking about it, write it down. Well, this is some good stuff. Uh, doc, or just said that one. Keep detailed logs, especially of interactions between you and the teacher admin that is interfering with your job. Don't respond to emails that might be used against you. This is a trap. Psychological sickness is real illness. If it bothers you enough, call in sick on days when you know you'll be mistreated. Talk to colleagues about it, but choose them carefully. Chances are you're not the first one to be bullied or retaliated against. Talk to your union rep about it. Try to figure out when the right time is to file a formal complaint. Can you guys think of anything else that should be on this list? Add that... Write it down in a notebook or something that you take home with you. I'm not sure how it is in other states, but anything that you leave in your classroom in our state, I have been told is fair game. Yeah. So if you write it in a personal notebook, but it gets left in your classroom, then it's considered school property or something to that effect, and it can be searched. The key part of the retaliation that the school actually do something about is if it's interfering with your job. And so you need to make sure that you are still doing your job or doing your job to the best. They don't turn the thing on you that they weren't picking on you. They were just telling you because you weren't doing something you were supposed to. 
In other words, keep your shit together. If they are not behaving right, if they are misbehaving, make sure you are still doing everything you are so you don't get dragged down into the mud with them. Stay above reproach. Oh, one of the things we talked about in our episode on mental health as well as the episode on teacher guilt was that if you are kind of stuck in a loop, if something's bothering you and you're like constantly just replaying a conversation over and over and over again or like thinking the same thought, this happens to me at night a lot where I'm trying to sleep and I just get in a brain loop where I'm playing this conversation that I had with someone that didn't go well. Um, if you're writing it down, can kind of break the chain and break that cycle, that loop in your head, so it's not constantly making you relive that PTSD experience that's obviously irritating the crap out of you. So really write it down, tell someone about it, but don't just keep thinking it over and over in your head because that's not helping anything. That will drive you crazy. Uh, if I was going to add anything, I was going to say that uh, when you do write down and document these things, it was one, don't use a, a school device, and we said that, and the whole not keep something in a classroom. It's important to make sure that you do have an accurate timeline of what's been happening and detail as much. Like in a situation like this, there's no way you could not um, document enough. Over-document is, I guess, what I'm saying. Yeah. Ms. Bo Peep, do you have anything to add on? Uh, really just that I'm just going to save this list. I have a really great mentor teacher at my school who, um, has said a lot of similar things too, but I think, uh, for someone like myself, it's a great reminder because I'm a, I'm a very trusting person who also thinks like, oh, no one would like do this, look through drawers or this wouldn't disappear or documents or anything like that. So yeah, it's uh, sa- saving the list for sure. And uh, yeah, I also get like the night thoughts as well. So I'm going to try that too. Hey guys, guess what? What's that? What? What's up? We have a Patreon. Ooh, oh yeah. my goodness. The Patreon. It's so cool. I like that. We have like over 90, what did I say last week? 90, 92 special auditory Patreon exclusive treats. So if you like the podcast and want to hear more, you want to hear interviews with the hopes, uh, exclusive episodes, lost episodes. If you want to get access to our live recording sessions or our movie watch parties or our movie reviews or even our Facebook group. You got to join the Patreon. It's only five to ten dollars a month. You can set how much you're willing to spend. It supports us, helps us going, and it's just a beautiful thing to do. So join us, sign up, do it now, do it now, do it now! Woo-hoo! <laughs> Sometimes I grab cards from the Would You Rather deck, and they are completely random, and one's a very you know clear choice over the other like the would you rather be high forever or have like nuclear armageddon uh, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a giveaway i was gonna be stoned but today they're they're a little similar there's definitely a theme would you rather poop a little bit every time you fart or experience the pain of childbirth every time you poop i, I gotta say oh i got I, this I one. never <laughs> Given childbirth. I have never experienced. I've been in the room twice while it's happened for both mine. And in the tub and in the shower and all that. My ex-wife, though all the grievances we may have against each other, she was an amazing woman for giving birth to these children. 
And I got to say, it didn't look easy or fun. And to have that during my daily pooping, sometimes twice a day pooping, no. No, no, no. I will gladly just wear a diaper, make sure I have extra underwear, maybe, you know, eat foods that don't make me gassy. But I'm going to take pooping a little bit every time I fart over experiencing the pain of childbirth every single time. That sounds, that sounds like hell. That sounds horrible. I mean, that, yeah, no, that's just, that's it. I'm done. I got nothing else. Bunny, you're the most recent mama. What do you think as, about this? I was going to say, as somebody who has been through the child, pain of childbirth and recently, um, I'm just going to buy stock in Depends. <laughs> hell to the no on that every day. Yeah, I'd probably bring, like, set up a bidet in the teacher bathroom just so I could rinse that off. <laughs> I am going to take bunny's word as the only person here who's given birth and uh choose the poop every time i fart thing but i i really like to be clean uh like i do I, so it would bug me a lot Ugh, but yeah no that no way look y'all <laughs> so i feel like i have a really strong ability to hold farts in until <laughs> when they need to be released. Like, I can, you know, you can feel them, like, coming back up in your guts. Like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be uncomfortable. But I would legitimately, every time I farted, try to make sure I was over a toilet. Um, like, that, <laughs> like, that's just going to happen. Because otherwise, anytime I went and dropped the deuce, I would be screaming in agonizing pain in a bathroom. So... I don't think anyone in my house needs to hear that. I don't think anyone, wherever I decide to handle my business, needs to hear that. And quite frankly, yeah, I don't, I don't want to experience that. More power to everyone that has ever birthed a child or even carried a child. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't want any of that. And I'm not going to pretend like, oh, I know the kid hurt. No. Like, nope, nothing. You could stick with the cat with the skirt and just be regimental. So if anything comes, you just let it drop and just keep moving. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'd like to really thank my hosts who are with me today. Ms. Bo Peep, I'm glad you can. Happy it. to be here. And Mr. Count Chocolate, I'm glad you're able to scrap some time together for us. Part two. I could give up chocolate. But I ain't no quitter. Yeah. Pleasure to be with you guys, always. <laughs> we love having you. And last but not least, Miss Bunny O'Hare. We would never want to give up chocolates. Yay! No, never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All my friends listening, I know it's stressful. It's the end of the year. It could be money stuff. It could be school stuff. It could be trying to figure out whether you should make the jump to another school. But take a deep breath. Think through what you're doing and make good choices and... My God, if you need some counseling or you need something, please look at your health insurance because I bet it covers it. All right, my friends, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers! Woohoo! Yay! Cheers! Woohoo! All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. If there's anything you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. All right, I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Ms. Bunny O'Hare, Ms. Bo Peep, and Mr. Count Chocolate. I love them dearly, and especially them taking time out of their busy Sunday night to chat with me and entertain you guys for a little while. Also gives me someone to, like, you know, bounce my ideas off of. 
Anyway, I hope everyone out there is doing well. I'd like to thank my sponsors at Lud Lamb Dramatics. They are wonderful. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics and get hooked up so you can have all kinds of great resources. Last but not least, I'd like to thank all of our patrons. You guys are the bomb, the shit. I love you. You guys are amazing. Thank you for supporting us and keeping us going and give me an excuse to record extra episodes with my friends. So guys, I love you. Take care of yourselves and I'll see you soon. Bye.